is The Jolt with Larry Flick on Sirius XMLQ. So the first thing you notice about Nat Wolf when he walks into the room is that, A, he's tall. <laughs> you are tall. Thank you. And uh, that he looks refreshed, surprisingly refreshed for someone who's working like, <laughs> like we, we say back in my old neighborhood in the Bronx, working like the renters do. Like the what? Like the renters do. The renters do. Like okay. you're just trying to gather up every penny. <laughs> like you are working really hard. Nice to meet you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, you're. It's good to be you, though, because you're getting a lot of really great projects right now, aren't you? Yeah, I just feel like, you know, uh, I just want to suck up all the good parts while people will have me in their movies, you know? <laughs> hey, why not? Yeah. So Nat Wolf, you know him as part of the duo Nat and Alex, and we just heard uh, Where I'm Going, which is on the Ashby soundtrack. And... Um, He's actually in Ashby, which uh, got rave reviews at the Tribeca Film Festival. You can also see him in Grandma. You can see him in The Intern. He was in Fault in Our Stars. He was in Paper Towns. <laughs> he was at the ShopRite on Saturday. So, <laughs> it's a, it, so this is, uh, if you were to stop and give yourself a moment to ponder what it is about this minute in your life right now that is clearly attractive to people. Now be, don't worry about being arrogant or right, right, stuck right, right, on right. yourself. <laughs> you have to be, have to have a certain degree of self-possession in order to do the kind of work you do. What is it about right now that you think is pulling all this attention? Um, <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, I guess, you know, I just try to be good at, at the work. You know, I just try to be a good actor and I try to be a good musician. And, and uh, the rest of it uh, is, I found, is just so out of my control and and, uh, and transient. Um, and, uh, and I think that I've worked really hard to be a good actor and I think I am a good actor and I think I am a good musician. So I think... Uh, um, you know, I started off begging people to be in in their movies. You know what I mean? Auditioning and sure. really trying to, uh, and auditioning for a lot of bad movies and auditioning. And and if I was in any good movies, it's just by luck. You know, um, and uh, and now I think in the last year or two, um, I've had a little bit more control over my career, so I've gotten to be part of things that I really cared about, and I think that probably brought out the best in me. So, which is scarier, mm -hmm. having no control? Or actually having some control and maybe making the wrong decision. Um, I think definitely having no control. You know, I, I feel like having control of, I of a little bit more. I mean, I don't think any actor has complete control. If they say they do, it's it's um, not true. Um, but but I think um, now being able to to really work on things I'm passionate about. You know, um, it almost is less important if I make the right decision or the wrong decision. It's just you know if I. It, at least it comes from me. So if I, you know, I fail, I fail um, um, into in something that I put my whole heart into, as opposed to, you know, being apprehensive in in the beginning and 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 never really reaching, going as far as I want to. It's fun to watch you on screen because I think the thing that, as an observer, I think people are attracted to, and what I find attractive about you, is that you don't seem to be conscious of everything going on around you. Meaning that when I'm watching you in The Fault in Our Stars, 
you are very definitely in that world. When I'm watching you in Paper Towns, you live in that world. I don't feel like I don't have to have that that ten minutes of forgetting who you are. Oh wow, thank you so much. Do you know much. what I mean? You're yeah, you're very you're very unselfconscious. That's not even a word, but I think you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, when when you're when you are on the set, how do you block it all out? I've been on movie sets and. I don't know how anybody so gets. Yeah. I don't know how anybody gets any work done, right? Because you have a million people staring at you. Right. Everybody <laughs> thinks that they have the answer, right? <laughs> and then, and then it's like, okay, now go ahead, cry for me, baby. Right, right. And it's like, yeah. give me a. How do you do that? How do you block it all out? <laughs> um, yeah, well, I guess you know. Um, I guess that's the for me that's the best compliment that I could have that it, that it seems you know relatively natural or something. But um, for me, it's really hard. You know, I find acting really difficult. Um, I uh, I think I have to work really hard to seem um, to seem like there isn't any acting in there, you know. And there's not, and I think that's the main the main uh, job is you, yeah, to to fit the demands of the script and and to find a way to not be self conscious. And- so when you're looking at a script and you know that the part is yours, yeah. and you know that that already, and the part's already mine, that the part's yeah, already yeah. yours, and you're sitting there and you're going through the pages and you're thinking, okay. I need to make this dude come alive. What are you looking for? By the way, this is already like my favorite interview ever. This oh, is great. You're so sweet. Yeah, no, you're such. These are such great questions. That's really nice of yeah. you to say. Um, um, but, but yeah, say again. What do you What do you look for though? Like, what are you looking for? If I hand you the script to, um, to Ashby, right? <laughs> right. And you're looking at that, and you're thinking, okay, first of all, I've got to be in a lot of scenes with Mickey Rourke. That's going to be tricky because he's an interesting guy, mm-hmm. right? Um. And it's a very interesting, like, what is it about him that made you say, like, what did you like about him? About Mickey? I mean, the, no, about the oh, character, about the character Ed. Yeah. Your character. Um, I mean, when I read the script, I, I, uh, I loved just the, the things that the script, you know, at first I loved, I loved the things that the script explored, like about being a man. And I also loved how, how weird it is. You know, it's like such an odd movie with a bunch of different genres and I'm, I'm attracted to that. Like. I hadn't really seen a movie like it, um, at least in a while. And then uh, uh, at the same time, I'll also, you know, also it goes into, for me, it goes into who I'm working with, you know, if I'm working with people that I, I respect. And, and Mickey's one of my favorite actors from when I was a kid. You know, I I, I used to sneak into my parents' room and I stole Diner and Rumblefish and, and all these movies and I used to watch. Good movies, yeah, right? So I was like 12 years old. Lo- I was a huge fan of Mickey and I watched all his movies. And then like, I was about thirteen when the the wrestler came out, and I had to sneak. I snuck into that movie too because it was R rated. But I snuck into a theater in that movie, God, and um, making a lot of us feel old. Right now, <laughs> but go ahead, keep going. Yeah. But he was amazing. He's you know he's just an amazing actor, and and uh, and I felt uh, like I would I would learn a lot from him, and and then and they're like really good scenes. I mean, there's a lot of like it's like a these long meaty kind of scenes with just the two of us, and. Um, and then um, I also like the idea of doing a movie with with Emma Roberts, who I love. And I'd only done this; I'd known her from when I was like eleven, and we were on Nickelodeon shows together. And then uh, at the same time, and then um, we did this movie Palo Alto, where I was a huge uh, dick to her, you know, like in the You're movie. Very good in Palo Alto. Oh, thank you. And, uh, and but I want I was excited about doing something where I could be a little nicer to her, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what is you have a you've had a just already in this short period of time that you've been working, even mm-hmm. almost feel like you've been working a lifetime. You haven't been. Um, you've worked with actors at your level, 
and you've worked with Mickey Rourke, and you've been in movies, right. you know, with Robert De Niro, and good lord, you know, right. um, I I'm, I haven't even met him. Just seeing his name makes me shake a little bit. Right. So, um, what is what is harder to kind of keep to rise to the occasion of acting opposite someone who's been doing it a really long time, or to pump it up when you're working with someone who's still getting their chops like what do you find more inspiring as an actor um i think i i i think when i first start working out when i first started working with any of these uh kind of the, these legends that i've been lucky enough to to work with um uh i'm petrified you know in the beginning and i think both uh mickey and and robert de niro in the short time i worked with robert de niro really tried to put me at ease you know but um once I started doing the scenes, I realized the better the actor, the better I am. You know what I mean? I really, you know, I, some people think acting is like a competition, but I've always seen it as like a, a give and take, and the better the other person is, the better you are. So, um, and then I've worked with some amazing actors who are my age, you know, especially like the kids on Paper Towns. I thought the two the two other guys are two of the best young actors Paper I've Towns worked with. Towns is a really good movie. Yeah, I really love that movie, and I think, um, uh, you know the the three of us uh, th- that was you know as comfortable as ever I've ever felt and 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 uh, you know with to it with other actors. Yeah, and, I mean yeah. The, the great thing about Paper Towns is that it feels like a mission that all of you had, where it's like we're going to make this movie and we're going to kick ass. Right, right, right. right? right. Whereas <laughs> you're doing a movie with Robert, Robert De Niro, Mickey Rourke, and it's like okay, I just need to not die. <laughs> right, I need to right, just right. Not you know pee on the set and everything will be good. Right, <laughs> right? right exactly. You know, yeah. it's very very interesting um, to hear your perspective on that. That's. Nat Wolf joining us on The Jolt. I'm Larry Flick. And uh, yeah, he can be seen in Ashby, uh, Grandma, and The Intern, and Paper Towns, which is really probably my favorite of, of the movies oh, that we're talking you. about. But, um, but I'm curious to know, who kept you from falling off the rails? Because, <laughs> you know, a lot of young people come into the business and everybody, everybody. It was you, Larry. What was that? It was you. Oh, of course yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> I was just kind of psychically swirling around yeah. here. But, you know, young people come into this business with the best of intentions, and their mm-hmm. parents have the best of intentions. Everybody has good intentions. Right, right, right. And then, you know, we go to TMZ.com and we see what happens. Yeah, and it's not so, so good anymore. Yeah. you know, that hasn't happened to you unless you're really good at hiding. Right, right, yeah. Um, how, who kept you on the rails? I think I was really lucky. My parents are both, um, you know, in the business. They're both artists, basically. My mom is a writer and an actress, and uh, my dad's a jazz musician. And uh, they've both, you know, seen uh, peaks and valleys in their careers, but they're they're stayed, um, you know, really true to their to their art. And uh, and they really discouraged me. You know, they they encouraged me and discouraged me at the same time. You know, about about this. Uh, they encouraged me to to be passionate, you know, about these things. Um, and they discouraged me about going to the business unless I was, you know, extremely passionate just because they said it's such a, um, weird, uh, 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 upsetting can be a really upsetting business, you know? And, uh, and I think I have a, and I think actually, you know, their passions kind of became my passions. And, and I, I think that's what kept me, you know, that's, I guess I'm so driven to be as good an actor as I can be and as good a musician as I can be that, um, uh, 
I don't want to fuck it up. <laughs> so was your original intention that was to be a musician first, wasn't it? Yeah, I want. I played in. A, I started playing in a band with my brother, and and uh, and uh, and we still, yeah, we still play together. You still and, play, obviously, because yeah. you have this, this great new track. Oh, thanks. Um, so forgive me for not knowing who your dad is, but what what does he play? He plays piano. He's a okay, jazz so. pianist, and uh, he's also the band leader on the Arsenio Hall show. Okay. Um, and uh, and he's just an amazing musician. So the reason why I ask, though, is if he's a jazz musician and, yeah. he, and, and he's accomplished, obviously, yeah. does he squinch his nose when he hears that you want to make pop music? <laughs> um, no, I mean he's not. Uh, He's not snooty about our music. He really like he really likes our music, but I think uh <clears throat> like Did you like feel like you had to work music. harder to prove? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because he's such an accomplished dude. Yeah, I mean, I thought I think uh you know, I ne- you know, I played piano growing up and I th- I I realized from a pretty young age I'm not going to be as good at playing piano as my dad is, you know. Um <laughs> but but I what I realized is I'm good at writing songs, you know, and, and uh um you know, I'm good at like crafting songs and and you know, that that were more in the style, you know, more in kind of a rock and roll style. But but I still, I still you know go see all my dad's shows and I learn so much music and about acting. I mean, jazz is weirdly like acting because it's like all these guys that he plays with. They all they know all these songs and they're all these standards and then they just kind of let loose, you know, which is the way that I like to do my acting. You know, which is like I you have to you work really hard and then you kind of have to let go. Did you did you find um? Making that that transition easy for Which, yourself, the transition from music to acting, because every actor wants to every right. actor wants to sing, every singer wants, wants to, to act. act, yeah, and they all just really want to direct. Right? <laughs> so, so, um, and every radio guy wants to go into TV. By the way, <laughs> is that um, true? Yeah, well, supposedly, but um, um, because of that, did you find that? People looked at you and said, "Oh, okay." Yeah, I think I've been uh, blissfully unaware of people's perceptions of me. So I think it, was, it seemed pretty seamless to me. I mean, I just was kind of—I've always kind of just balanced doing both. The hardest part has always been the scheduling of like how to schedule doing music and acting because my brother's always working, I'm always working. So it's like when we when do we have time to get together and be in the studio? Um, uh, the one person I got to meet who does both—I um, got to meet Jared Leto really quickly one time at a party and I kind of grabbed him and I was like and I was and he we had been in the same management company so he kind of knew about that I had this band and, that I was, and I'm asking him all these questions and then finally I got up the nerve to ask him about uh, how does he schedule his time between both and he was being so nice and, and he's about to answer and then this beautiful blonde model walked up and he was like one second and then we talked to her <laughs> and and I never saw, saw him again, again. <laughs> yeah I never saw him again so I have no idea fair enough right yeah. <laughs> again that's Nat Wolf joining us here on the Joel Tom Larry flick um so how does you go you go into the studio after doing a few couple few movies and how do you find that music making has changed for you? Um I think I've just gotten better and and so is you know my brother so is Alex. Um I guess uh you know it definitely is that we have to our time is split. You know what I mean? It's right. not like when we could just we dedicate a whole year to making an, an album and stuff which we did when I was in high school. Um and now, uh, now it is. What's been nice is we've been putting out like, like where I'm going, putting out just a lot of singles, and uh, and uh, and and we have distribution, but we're not on a record label, so we kind of control everything now. And and uh, so we just don't. 
you know, we just want to get our music out there and, and, uh, um, but it is the, the business part of it and the scheduling part of it is hard. Um, do you find that, um, there are certain things that you are, um, wanting to write about, but not sure you're ready to, or not sure if your fans are ready to? (laughs) Because, um, <laughs> because you know the thing about what you also do is that you have you you have two different audiences, right? You have mm-hmm. one audience filled with people like me, mm-hmm. who I know who you are as a musician, right. and I respect what you're doing, but I know you really as an actor, right? Because you know there's not a whole lot of 52 year old gay guys watching Nickelodeon, right, and right, if they right. are, call the cops. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> but you know, but then you have all these kids, right, who are not necessarily going to see the intern or Palo Ashby, Alto, yeah. or, you know what I mean? Right. It's just right. so that's a bit of a tightrope because you're still a young guy. So how, like, what do you want to do musically that you're that you're kind of saving up to do? Um, I'm not really uh, saving up to do much. I guess I just kind of, you know, uh, I usually just write songs and then and then uh they come out however they come out and then I, I put them out and people react to them however they react. I, I don't I don't really uh tailor my like performances in, in movies or, or my songs or anything like that into for um for the audience. You know, I just kinda do it make everything as personal as I can and then and then hope people respond. So how do you deal though just as a as a person with that that dichot that, that yeah, that's like yeah. there's a definite duality to, you know, being in this room and talking to someone about your work, mm-hmm. and maybe you'll go down the hall and you'll talk to someone, and all they're going to do is you know talk to Nat and Alex, Nat and Alex, and who you know from Nickelodeon, and what pretty girl have you been to a movie with? And yeah, well, I'll just like this really interview better. Yeah, what? Yeah, I said I'll just like this interview better. <laughs> yeah. Um, but how hey, do you how do you navigate that? You're just fishing for compliments. No, I'm know? not. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll take them. Yeah. <laughs> um. Are you watching Nickelodeon? No. Uh, God no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, the good thing about the John, you know, a lot of the fans tend to be uh, the younger fans tend to be John Green fans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like people who love his books and and they've a lot of times they've heard our music through John Green's movies and through John. John has helped us out a lot with our music. Um, the f- great thing about them is that they're all these readers. They're like these big readers. So they're all these kind of intellectual kids, you know, who have a lot of great things to say, you know, a lot of times much smarter than I am. So, so, uh, it's not, you know, there was a little bit more of a, um, sometimes when I was like 13 or 14 and, and I would be recognized from Nickelodeon and I'd be walking around or something, I, there'd be a little bit of fear, you know, <laughs> you know like there'd just be a little bit of, I'm not exactly sure what's going down, but uh, with John's fan, I mean, nowadays it's like, well, first of all, I'm older also, but, but with John's fans, I just feel, uh, whenever somebody comes up to me, I'm like, oh, this is going to be an interesting conversation. You know, a lot of times they're really out there, but, but it's really, you know, fun. Do you ever, ever imagine what it's going to be like to look back at this time, like <laughs> 20 years from now. Yeah, I think... It's a really... <laughs> you're like in the eye of a storm. You don't even know where you are right now, probably. Yeah, maybe I'll have more perspective on it or something. I mean, right? you're very, very philosophical and, and articulate for someone who... I don't think you know... A, I don't think you know how good you are. And B, I don't think you know how people who don't care about John Green are getting it. 
What do you mean? I mean, I think that like guys like me, older mm-hmm. viewers are looking at you thinking, I wonder what he's going to do next. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, I, I, I don't imagine that anybody can ever really have full perspective when they're in the midst of it. But right, I'm always, right, right. But I'm always curious to know what it feels like because what you're walking through in your day is different from every single person who's listening to us talk right now. And I think we're, we're all wondering, what does that feel like? Like, what, what do you see through your eyes? And is it, does it look different? <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I guess it's a little bit like a dream. You know, sometimes it can be a little bit like a dream where, you know, I, I don't really know anybody and everybody knows me, mm. you know. Uh, but uh, but uh, it's just, it really, I mean, I, you know, maybe I'll, I'll be more bitter or something in 20 years but right now i i genuinely am excited about everything okay. that's going down yeah and, and well, then, don't get better because yeah no, i'm that's, kidding that's, yeah nothing hot about yeah that. <laughs> 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 or maybe i'll be a little cooler about it right now i'm 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 uh just i just feel really lucky and and uh and i feel like uh and i feel like i'm ready for it you know? good for you it's really nice to meet you it's really nice to meet look you. look for nat wolf in about 30 movies right now including <laughs> Including Ashby, the uh, the new movie that got rave reviews at the Tribeca Film Festival, co-starring Mickey Rourke, and uh, he's also in The Intern, and he's in Grandma, and um, if you haven't seen Paper Towns, pedal back to that. It's a uh, really great, great summer movie. Smart, smart, smart stuff. Fault in Our Stars, and of course, look for the music by he and his brother Alex, Nat and Alex. We're going to go out with them. Um, where I'm going, which is on the soundtrack to uh, to Ashby. Uh, again. Thank you so to much. To be continued, yeah? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm.